Hello everybody, my name is Glenn Underwood and I am the GM for The Final Rule. Uh, this is our Session Zero podcast, so uh, there are a couple of things about this one that are not going to be sort of reflective of our later episodes. Uh, the first thing, of course, being that we recorded this basically stripping audio from a Twitch stream, whereas in the future we will be recording separately on Audacity in order to get a bit higher of a quality for the audio for the stream. Uh, but the other thing is, we sort of say it in the intro, but I want to make sure everyone knows listening to this, this is completely improvised d and I have done no prep as the GM, and my players have had no time to do stories, backstories, any sort of background work on their characters at all. Everything you hear is made up on the spot, and always will be. Uh, so that's all I have to say about that, so please enjoy this first episode, Session 0, 0. 0.5 of The Final Rule. Slash 0.5 of the final rule, a completely improvised D and D actual play stream and eventually podcast once we uh, sort of get the audio thing settled out. I am going to be your uh, DM host. My name is Glenn. Um, I have with me three wonderful players for today. Eventually there'll be four. Eventually there'll be five. Uh, but for today we have three. You guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, yes. Hello. I am Chase. Uh... I, I, I stream on Twitch at Cuts of the Chase. Um, yeah. I, I, there you go. That's <laughs> to me. Completely, you can tell that we're very good improvisers just based off of uh, how we introduce ourselves. I have dice. Who's, who's yeah, next? Dice. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Vincent. I uh, don't stream. I happen to do improv for like three or four years now. Uh, that's That's why I'm here. I also like D&D, so believe me. I, yeah, I, I believe I, you, Vincent. I probably, I, I probably should also say I've improv for like eight years, so I should say that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's important oh, experience. Yeah. Uh, Chase and I have both... Uh, uh, we, we're having massive echo right now, according to this. Hold on one second. Let me make sure I don't have anything else running. Uh, nobody has their... Um, be aware that the NDI, uh, if you have multiple oh, NDIs in I your mixer... To they will all be echoing the same thing. Uh, I just turned it all off. And... Oh, my God, you're right, Chase. That's, that's why That's bad. why I was recording before I was like, do the stream, because I was like, I'm going to record this and make sure. And yeah, I... you got it. Thank you for pointing that out, Jack5545. It should be fixed now. And go. Chase, we... the hot fix. We'll do, we'll right, do we anything go. for our fans. It's true. I'll do a little too, right. I swear. Uh, I am Brendan. Yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of improv experience, mostly just like regular theater experience. And then I've been playing uh, D&D with Justin, who will be here at some point for a little of uh, close to two years now, actually. So, and I do not stream. But yeah, but we like D&D, so please. <laughs> yes. Yes. Please accept us. Please, <laughs> we'll so do anything. I've been doing improv mode in D&D recently, so we'll see. We'll see me get better at D&D or both. Heck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so just make sure that everything's working right. Uh, you should, on the right, be able to see a uh, the D and D Beyond official plugin for Twitch. Uh, if it's you on the it's the right on the side, left for left for yeah, me. Yeah, left for Chase, right for me. <laughs> uh, if you scroll over that, you should be able to see a couple of shells worth of characters. Uh, so so far, we haven't decided anything as far as characters go. Nothing as far as setting goes. I've done zero prep exactly, uh, and that's sort of the way that we're gonna roll. So uh, as we sort of talked about before, this is going to be a uh, entirely improvised Dungeons and Dragons uh, campaign. So all of the character development you see, 
all the story development that you see, uh, all of that is going to be sort of uh, happening in motion. Uh, we are not going to be planning anything out beforehand. It's all just going to sort of be happening as we play. Uh, so hopefully our time as improvisers uh, pays off, and uh, hopefully I don't forget too much about uh, mechanics as we play. Uh, but uh, let's sort of let's sort of talk about that. The way this is going to work uh, in improv, we have uh, five rules that we like to follow. Uh, when I'm going to ask uh, Jason Vincent, especially because they both should know. Uh, hey guys, what are the five rules of improv? Um, well, the first rule, first and arguably, do you want to do like letters and numbers too, or just? We'll do. We'll get to the letters in a second. Yeah. Okay. Just, um, well. All right. Well, there is a rule. Uh, yes and, which is essentially uh, saying yes to what you're giving is is important because if you say no then it stops the story right there because if you're like hey i'm a fireman and then someone goes no you're not you yeah, can't, you can't really you're go a policeman yeah, it's yeah like, exactly i love the classic fireman example no it's also like hey how's it doing firefighter chase yeah it's like it's, yeah if you say like, hey firefighter chase how you doing it's like okay yes you've accepted i'm a fireman and then the and portion of that is of course going you you accept it and then you also add something. It's like, hey, Fireman Chase, uh, did you just stop that fire that was over on 4th Street? So there was a fire on 4th Street. So that added something to that yes. So that is yes right. and. So the first rule of improv, yes, and even better, yes and. What's the second rule? Vincent, this is all you. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Well, I can, tell, I can tell it's you not in order, like, if you want that. Uh, I can... Whatever order works. Um, well, it reminds me of yes and, continuing as give and receive, give and take gifts. So a gift is like it's, it's a lot of it's like kind of like further expansion on what the yes and rule means so yes he's a firefighter chase and he stopped to put that fire in the nearby street the gift would be that i have given him the role of a firefighter and he took that gift of the firefighter he didn't say i'm not a fireman i'm a policeman he said i'm a firefighter that's receiving the gift and the gift i gave chase is that he is a firefighter mm -hmm. all right so that's two rules down yes and give and receive gifts what's the third one I'm giving you like five more seconds. I mean, oh wait, hold on. I thought of it. Uh, height of intelligence. Height of intelligence. Yes, there work to go. the height so, of your intelligence. So uh, it is really, really easy in improv to sort of uh, go for the low-hanging fruit of, uh, you know, making a dick joke or just like, I don't know, uh, making a very like being very physical with your comedy. But there's a difference between that and sort of uh, uh, working to the height of your intelligence in that, you know. Take a take a joke, turn it on its head, surprise whoever's watching, make them sort of not know what's coming next, uh, and we're all going to do our best to do that for D and D, so that we don't all turn into you know murder hobos or uh, <laughs> I don't know off the rails. You know? I think we're a full gonna... murder hobo campaign would really would really, <laughs> yeah, really raise the stakes. The first of its kind, really. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and right. So if this you is the future. Hobos, I'm roll with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's three rules down. Uh, how about a fourth rule? Uh, did we say no open-ended questions? No, but that, that is uh, what we're going to go for for the fourth rule. Awesome. So, uh, Chase, you want to explain what an open-ended question is? Yeah, okay, so no open-ended questions. So in improv, you don't want to be asking questions like, why? Or like, what is that? Or basically questions that like put all the pressure on your scene partner to like, do something. So if, so if someone's like, what is this? Immediately, your other scene partner has to just decide what it is. Whereas if you were just to go... Hey, what's in that box? It's still vague, but we now know there's a box there that has something in it. 
So it adds something to it. So like the simulation there is that he did give a gift that there was a box there and something else is that we don't know what's inside of the box. But it's not like, yo, what is that? It's what's in the box. Because if what is that, it's like it could be anything. But then we, we have established as an object in the scene there that we're, that we're playing with, and that's a box. So it's better than exactly. saying, what's that? It's what's in there. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's uh, we're, we're going to be playing with that one a little bit because uh, D&D, by its nature, is going to sort of have open-ended questions yeah. as a part of it. But we're going to sort of modify that rule a little bit to instead of uh, saying no open-ended questions, what we're going to say is uh, uh, describe to the height of detail. So if you walk into a keep and I ask something like, uh, if you walk into a, a, a capital and I'm like, uh, hey, Vince, uh, what do you see in this capital? Uh, uh, shutting down that sort of opportunity, you would say, you know, hey, it's, uh, you know, I see a massive keep made out of stone, uh, brickwork, intricate, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to, you're going to roll with that. So, less than no really tall questions. building. Yeah, really tall building. Or <laughs> it can be whatever, one. you know, it doesn't have to be like a keep. Yeah. Uh, and we're just going <laughs> to roll with it, you know, because yes and is the first rule. All right. Uh, and the final rule, uh, I'm just going to uh, go ahead and do this. Uh, so, we have yes and, we have work to the height of your intelligence, give and receive gifts, uh, and no open ended questions. Uh, the final rule that we're going to be working with is make everybody else look good, right? So it's really easy and improv to sort of uh, be thinking about yourself. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're really going to take our focus uh, whenever we're role playing and put it on the other people to sort of uh, give me more fuel in order to create interactions with NPCs, in order to create the world around us. Uh, but also while we're role playing, work with each other. You know, your job is not to make yourself the funniest, most uh, awesome role player in the world. It's to help out your your partners in order to make them the funniest, most awesome role players in the world. And if we all do that for each other, we're all going to come together and uh, sort of make make this stream, make this podcast, uh, make everything that we do sort of uh, very exciting, really fun to watch, uh, and something that I think we can all be very proud of. So uh, that's those are the five rules of improv. But as you can see by the title of this stream. Uh, there is also the final rule, uh, which is also known as rule zero in a lot of D&D. And the final rule is whatever the GM says goes. So in this case, uh, in order to make this work, you know, there are going to be times whenever I'm going to have to make judgment calls about what's going on around us. Uh, I'm going to be improvising just along with these guys. So uh, there'll be times whenever I'm going to have to sort of pick and choose what's happening uh, I'm going to interject things that happen, and I'm going to have to ask you guys to sort of uh, really roll with me on this, because at the end of the day, we're all making this together, uh, but somebody has to sort of be the moderator of what's going on. That's sort of the DM's uh, responsibility. So uh, those are the rules that we'll be playing with, the five rules of improv and the final rule, whatever the DM says goes. And I think that we can all sort of uh, agree that uh, if we, as long as we do all these things, everything's going to turn out great. I'm really, really excited to get started with all of this. Um, but there's uh, one more thing that I sort of wanted to talk about uh, before we actually get started with our character creation for our uh, session zero, and that is um, so uh, something that's really important to me. Uh, it was taught to uh, Vincent Chase and I in a uh, role playing class actually that we took at university is uh, consent in role playing. So uh, we need to make sure that we're all uh, okay with the 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 what we're choosing to role play with each other right so if there's ever a time whenever uh you're uncomfortable with where the direction the story is going uh something that was just introduced 
uh, all you need to do is uh, if you if you guys would uh, like have a piece of paper or a note card or something uh, and put a big X on it, uh, I'll be watching the stream like live as we're sort of going through OBS. Uh, and all you need to do is hold up that X card. Uh, and whenever you do that, that's a cue for me to fade to black to move on so that we don't uh, dwell on anything that might make anybody uncomfortable, that might trigger anybody who's playing. Uh, like I said, consent and role-playing is very, very important to me. Um, so uh, as long as we're on the same page about that, uh, we'll all be fine. And uh, I'll reiterate this at the top of every single one of our streams and podcasts. Um, so that's all the uh, the boring technical stuff out of the way. So let's actually get to the fun part. Uh, let's make our characters, shall we? Oh, boy. There we go. So Hell yeah. we, we have done... Nothing <laughs> to prepare for this. That's sort of the way that we're going to roll with this. Uh, so uh, on the D&D Beyond, we have all we have D&D Beyond up, so you guys should be able to watch this update live uh, if you're looking at the character sheets on the right side of the screen for me on the left side of the screen for Chase. Um, we're going to be making characters live here. You should be able to watch them update. We, we have no idea what these characters are going to be. Uh, we're going to do our best to sort of randomize through a lot of these elements in order to uh, have, like... Uh, in order to surprise us with what it is that uh, the characters are going to turn out to be. Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit of improvised role-playing to introduce the characters to each other. Uh, and at that time, I'm going to ask for a suggestion from either my audience or Chase's audience. Uh, and that suggestion is going to be sort of uh, the, the topic, if you will, about what we're improvising on for that particular session, which is why this is a, a session 0 slash 0.5. And if that sounds good to everybody... Uh, let's all uh, open up this uh, D&D character creator, eh? Oh, boy. Uh, man, I, I haven't even thought of anything like class or race, so this is just purely... Uh, like... That's good. You are, I thought, <laughs> of, zero. You are I thought of zero things. Zero things. I thought of right. zero. So uh, I'm also going to uh, be watching along as you guys make these characters in order to help guide you through the process. Um, so uh, I'm just going to make a... Uh, a character, let's do, uh, let's uh, delete this character from an old campaign, just, just and we're going boy. to create a character. Cool. So, uh, we're going to do the standard character creation method, right? Um, or we can, uh, whenever you guys click on the create a character, uh, does it come up with the character creation method sort of thing? Uh, uh, or is it like go right to the, I think, I think it uh, opens up a standard. I, so I just we're see character preferences. Yeah, okay, that's where we're starting. So you want to uh, keep homebrew content on, take off Magic the Gathering content, keep Eberron content on. Uh, the advancement type is going to be Milestone. Okay. Hit point type will be uh, fixed. Wait. Or uh, manual, okay. rather, sorry. Uh, it's going to be manual because we're going to be rolling for these values. Manual, okay. Manuel. Um, Manuel. Manuel. Uh, uh, we're going to keep up feats and multi-class requirements. We're going cool, to cool. use encumbrance and ignore coin weight. Uh, it doesn't matter what the modifier display is. Uh, and the character privacy, let's keep this public, shall we? <laughs> I don't want to show my character. No. <laughs> I don't want to share the stream content. And whenever you're done, <laughs> uh, hit next. Also, uh, we're not coming up with names just yet. So uh, oh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that as part of this uh, improvisation. Oh boy, it's time to choose the race. All right, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We should have thirteen uh, rebel. If you have any more than that, then uh, something's up. One, two, um, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We, it should be like Aarakocker, Dragonborn, Dwarf. If 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 something's wrong, go back and uh, uncheck Homebrew, and you should be fine. 
I have 18. Is that is that right? Yeah. Go back and uncheck homebrew, and you should be fine. One, two, three, four. Oh, five, uncheck six, homebrew. Seven, yeah. Ah, there we go. All right, that's a that makes a little more sense. It's like, yeah, what is this better. stuff? Okay. I have eighteen. Okay. Do I uncheck homebrew? Is that is that that's a solution? Probably. So, uh, yeah, uncheck homebrew. You should you should be fine. <laughs> hey, the, hey, there's a race called ASMR. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I like Twitch race. I like I like I like to roll to attack. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to breathe into this uh, enemy's ear. <laughs> Are we rolling? Yeah. So we're gonna roll a d12. Uh, you can oh, choose shit. one of these that you don't want to be included in that 12, and you can sort of decide that for yourself. Uh, roll the d12, and you're gonna be whatever uh, it lands on, minus of course the one that uh, you take off. Okay. Uh, the one I want. Um, what? I don't know what one I would take off. Uh... Sorry. What was that again? I'll Roll take off Eric Kokra. Right. Take, take, shave the one off the top. Let's just see what happens. Uh, <laughs> try that again. I got eight. Let's see what that is. Uh, counting from top to bottom? Yeah, top to bottom. One, two, three. Ooh, I got... Okay, I rolled a five. I got Janasi right here. All right, All right. I, got, I got a half-orc. I also got eight... I'm not doing Eric Okra. One, two, three. Oh, wait. I don't. Uh, can I. Uh, Brendan, do you want to reroll or you want me to? We're half, both half orcs. I feel like oh, we're already, no, that's, that's what happened. No, no, no. We're both half orcs? Happened. We have two right. half orcs and we have one Genasi. All right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> make it work. You two go ahead and click on half orcs. Uh, for uh, Vincent, go ahead and uh, scroll down on the Genasi and uh, click your sub race. So, that's a D. Do I roll D4? Yeah. Where are you, D4? There you are. So I can't hide from me. Here we go. Ooh. It's two. An Earth Genasi. All right, cool. So we have two half orcs and an Earth Genasi. It's going to be a really tanky party. This is. <laughs> so Let's go. All right. So on the next page, you should have uh, the details page. Or you should have the, uh, the race page. Uh, ability score increase. Uh, languages. Pick a language. Uh, the languages I'm not too too worried about randomizing, so just like pick whichever one tickles your fancy right now. Wait, uh, wait, did I? Wait, uh, wait, what? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, if you have anything to pick here, like I said, it doesn't really bother me too much. Randomize it as much as you can, but just pick whatever you have to. So like for mine, I have like uh, human, so I got an extra language. It doesn't matter to me. Just pick something. Okay. Uh. Okay, so I'm on I'm on the race page. It doesn't let me choose a language, but uh... Chase, Chase, you yeah, might uh, not have anything to pick as a half orc. Yeah. Not to pick either. Okay, so just same thing as Earth Earth Genasi. I have nothing to pick right now. I All just right. have abilities and such. Good. Move on. All right. Okay. Now it's time for the class. Yeah. So there are, if I'm not mistaken, there are twelve classes. D12. Yep. There's twelve classes. Yep. So we're right. twelve again. Yep, <laughs> Here we go. Twelve classes. Go. What am I gonna be? What we doing? I'm a wizard. Ooh, I'm a druid. <laughs> Why? <What? laughs> I'm a half orc wizard. Here we go. Here we go. We have a wizard. We have a druid. The two that are spellcasters. <laughs> what the hell? Hey, 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 guess what I am? I'm a druid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, literally, we're starting. Yeah, go ahead. Literally the tankiest races, but like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, All right. This so is go ahead and pick which one you got. All right. You're going to hit add class in the bottom left-hand corner. All right. Add class. Let's go. All for right. It. So now we're going to start actually designing the characters. Oh, boy. Uh, hit points are first level. You are level one. We're starting at level one. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to uh, go to hit points. You're going to manage HP in the top right corner. Roll your hit die in order to in order to determine. Or you should have maximum hit die plus your constitution as your starting HP. So uh, your proficiencies, you should click on that. Go ahead and choose your proficiencies. Same thing with anything that has drop downs. Okay. Make sure uh, everything else down there is correct. Wait, how do I how do I choose um, my proficiency? Oh, there we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you got it. Definitely Wait, Arcana. I feel like that's kind of needed. <laughs> um, Let's go with uh, there are eight skills I can choose. I'm going to roll a D8. Just yeah, go for it. Oh, that's six. I have perception now as a skill. You know what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, I have ten. Well, I have, no, I can do a D10. Seven. I have a D10. Let's go. What's What's is my this, second is skill? D7 is there? Four. No, this thing is a D7. Roll <laughs> a D6 and do your best. All right, I have Arcana. <laughs> And then I have medicine. One, two, three. I have One. medicine. Animal and... handling. This is gonna be whack. <laughs> already. That's the idea. Is that this? Is oh, gonna be already. Whack. I'm like, what is medicine this guy? Perception. Okay. Uh, so somebody's saying that the Beyond plugin isn't working properly on either stream. On either, uh, okay. Give us a second. Once we once we finish and finalize the characters, it may actually pop up. Yeah. Um. So we're just going to go through this live. Once all the characters are done, you'll be able to see the shenanigans we managed to pull on this. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's pretty fantastic so far. All right, so does everyone have all their uh, wait, ability uh, score? Uh, so, Chase, what did you end up getting for your proficiencies? I got... In uh, wait, no. I got Arcana and Medicine. Okay. Vincent? <laughs> Vincent? Oh, no. Perception Is Vincent dead? Okay, Perception and Animal Handling? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And Brandon? I got medicine and perception. Alright, so I'm gonna be some perceptive voice. <laughs> I love I love how all this like RNG is turning out to be like the exact same characters. Like this is making me really happy. This is all awful. Right. <laughs> this is happy, so, happy for you. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Uh so next uh, we're gonna move on to the uh, ability scores, I believe, once you have everything selected for your uh, race modifiers. Uh question. I just, I just scroll or one. class modifiers rather. What's up? Uh, HP. How do we do that again? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna automatically calculate it. Just oh. move on to the next page. Oh, just move to the next page. Got it. Yeah. Do we, do we roll a D8 or is that gonna do it by itself? Um. So whenever you go to choose the generation method, we're gonna enter manual. Okay. So does oh. everyone know how to roll uh stats in D and D? I've forgotten. It's it's like so you roll four D six and you drop the lowest. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, can we assign them anywhere, or are we just going, no. for, oh, right. going straight down the line? Left to right, let's wow. go. This is awful. Uh, Off to a good start. <laughs> 11 strength. Oh my god. All right, let's see what we got. All right, good, good roll there. Okay, not so good, Chase. What are you doing? 
All right, work, work with me, work with me. So what method are we choosing again? Manual? Yeah, manual. Okay. Uh, and you're going to uh, roll 46, drop the lowest, and you're just going to go straight down the line with it. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. Got a six. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, another six. Worked out really well, actually. Oh, yeah, three. Okay. Six and five. five. Oh, yeah, this is going to be... It's my constitution. Hell yeah. 12, 13, 17. Okay. Okay. Intelligence, I swear to God. Please. Okay, that is a terrible start for intelligence right there. I just so happened to get the my biggest one in my wisdom, which is gonna help. Good. Yeah, that's gonna help a little bit. Yeah. This is not looking good for intelligence. You don't need to be smart. You just need to know nature. Well, for no, for me, I'm a wizard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. you are a wizard. Oh, no. Oh, God. This is probably my lowest one yet. <laughs> oh, God. This is awful. Hey, don't think of it as awful. Think no. of it as an opportunity. Right? No, it, so, no, it, I roll definitely rolling, an opportunity. I'm rolling 66 and then dropping the lowest no. value of that. 46. 46. 46. Yeah. Holy shit. Vincent was about to go super buff. <laughs> so yeah, cool. watch out. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Watch oh, out. No, I, got, I got 20s on all my stats. <laughs> I got 25. I don't know if that... I guess I win D&D. Like... Yeah, probably. All right, Charisma, what you got for me? Ooh, started with a 1. Ooh, boy. Hmm. Oh, God. I'm also going to go ahead and I'm going to drop my bit rate a little bit. If I can, because uh, I'm, I'm dropping a lot of frames right now. All right. Are we all ready? Are we all ready to share? <laughs> yes, please. I'm yes. so ready for this character because... Wait, y'all click next so it would like, add the uh, things. Oh. Um, I should, we, yeah, should we click next? Uh, not yet. We're gonna, we're gonna read out what we got for everything. Okay. Right. Chase, go down the line. What's your strength? All right. So my, I gotta look at my modifiers that I get, um, real quick. Uh, my strength is 13. Okay. Um, my dexterity is 12. All right. Pretty good. My constitution, 18. I am a tough boy. Okay, good. My intelligence, 9. Not too bright. And I don't know about my wizarding stuff. Uh, wisdom, 13. All right, pretty good. My charisma is a 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, what I want you to do, now that you have this information, uh, as far as what your, uh, like what you sort of come out to with your, your, your characters, uh, what I want you to do is start thinking about what this means for your character as far as role-playing goes, right? Ooh, I already know. But, and, of course, what I mean by that is, you know, so if you have a really low charisma score, how does that reflect who your character is. If you have a low intelligence and you're a wizard, how did you find yourself in the role of a wizard in the first place, you know? Uh, but like, don't like, don't start constructing a backstory. Yeah. You're thinking about how you would play this moving forward, not, retros not, not retroactively, right? Got it. All right, Vince, what were your scores? I'm finishing the last one right now. Okay. Uh, how about you, Brandon? Go ahead and uh, do it for us. Okay, so I got a 13 in strength. 
a dexterity uh, of seven. So I'm probably going to trip on a lot of stuff. Constitution, 14. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, intelligence, 14. So not pro- somehow smarter than the wizard a little bit. Uh, wisdom yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Of 16. Okay, that's, good. That's going to help with my druid stuff. And then a charisma of 11. All right. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. And uh, do you have yours yet, Vincent? Yeah, I got it. Okay. So we listen off the base score? Yeah. Okay. So I have a strength of 15, a dexterity of 15, constitution of 11, intelligence 15, wisdom 10, charisma 11. So what I'm hearing is uh, Vincent's going to be playing the straight man throughout this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now go ahead and hit next. Uh, Go ahead and hit next. Right. Ooh, backgrounds. Now we're going to start moving to backgrounds. So if I'm not mistaken, there are, uh, let's see, one, two, three, seven. Seven of them, yeah. So roll a D. Let's take off haunted. Uh, Let's keep haunted one on. Uh, Take off, like I said, whichever one you want uh, and just uh, have it. Have it happen with a D6. All right. Hmm. Let's see. Which one should I take off? I'll take off Sage. I don't need Sage. I'm taking off Haunted One. I'm going to see. I'm going to one. I, I am a Sage. All right. We have one Sage. Acolyte. An acolyte. All right. Haunted One. And a haunted one. <laughs> okay, so good. I'm glad that this is where we're at right now. All right. So uh, uh, it's going to give you a couple of things. Uh, go ahead and fill them out as you can. Uh, like, for instance, if, if you were an acolyte, it might, t- it might ask you uh, to choose, like, a... I think it's a, uh, a artisan skill or something like that. Uh, just go ahead and pick one. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll let this one be flavor, so it doesn't have to be random. Because right know. now we're sort of designing... Uh, um, I'm gonna let my choose exotic language to be uh, random. Let's see. Let's see what we get. I also want to make it random, but I don't know. Primordial. Holy shit! All right. And everything else—the character details, the physical characteristics, the personal characteristics, and notes—leave them blank. We're not gonna touch those until we play. Okay? Sounds good. We'll fill them in later after the fact. Um. And once you're done with that, go ahead and hit next and let me know whenever you're on the next page. We're, on, ju- we're just picking the uh, the things from the background, nothing else? Not the character details, faith? Right, yeah, we're not worrying about those. Okay. Like I said, we're going to improvise those. Okay, so all we're adding on this page is going to be the languages, right? Yeah, if that's what you got. Yeah. Do we want to share what those are yet, or...? Not yet. No. We'll, we'll find those out. Well, Chase already said it, but we're just going to forget that we said we heard that, right? Oh, whoops. I, mm. I already forgot. Who am I? I already forgot. That's it. I don't, there you I don't go. remember. My B. That's all good. All right, so once you're on the equipment page, let me know, okay? I am on the equipment I page. I am on the equipment page. I am right, cool. on the equipment page. So, I will let you guys choose equipment or gold. Wait, just... Oh, okay. You'll, you'll click on one of those. 
Um, so if you're going to click gold, uh, you're going to randomize your gold. If you click equipment, then uh, I want you to, uh, if you have a coin, flip a coin for the ores uh, and then add all starting uh, other starting equipment. What if what if you get things for the uh, particular uh, background you got? Yeah, add all of those. Okay. Because you got it for your background. Okay. Flip a coin. What about the class this? audio? Oh wait. So yeah, that, I, have, I have an either or for that one. I got choose. <laughs> you can get a boomerang. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, if it's like asking you, like, hey, pick a martial weapon or whatever, like I said, those are going to be too much to actually roll for. So it, to make it random, if you want to, just like close your eyes and like touch your computer screen, and wherever you sort of land on is what you get. Uh, if you don't want it to be random and you want it to be more flavor wise, uh, go ahead and pick that out now. I'm trying to make it as random as possible. Wait, I found it a lot more enjoyable. What, what is that? Absolutely. It? Just add some attuned magic items. Perfect. I have a mace and a wooden yeah, shield. I, I just I, I just closed my eyes and got a mace as well. Oh my god. <laughs> what is I, happening? I have a dagger and a staff. <laughs> Amazing. Alright. Uh, let me know whenever you're all the way through with everything. Alright, yeah. I, I think I'm good. All right, uh, it should have, uh, it should like close, collapse everything. You're gonna hit next. Do I hit add starting equipment to the bottom? Yeah, I hit add starting equipment and then uh, hit next. Oh, now we need name. All right, so uh, hit view character sheet and it'll bring up the character sheet. And for those of you guys watching, uh, now if you refresh the uh, stream, the once all, all these people, once everyone has is viewing their character sheet it should all uh update for you hopefully hey, which how, how, uh, how high should our hp be what's it at right now for you yeah, mine says mine says two yeah mine says okay. four sorry uh it should be your maximum hit die plus so uh go to hp management oh wait uh where, where uh you click, here? click on your hit uh, click on your hit points in the top right hand corner okay yeah oh uh, yeah. you're gonna go to override max hp in the bottom uh and it's your uh, hit die. So for Druids, I believe that's a D6. Uh, for Wizard, I believe it's a D4. Okay, so it's a D4 plus what? It's a D8 for Druids. It's a D8 for Druids? Yeah, and, and D6, D6 for Wizards. Wizards. Okay, so it's going to be 6 plus your Constitution modifier. Oh, I'm at 10. Nice. 4 plus, oh, it's 5. Heck yeah. Constitution. So I hit, I hit override, enter that amount, and that's it? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yep. And you hit enter. You should be fine. Man, I really be out here. Update in the bottom in the top right corner. What? What? No, you like cracked out on my Did screen. Update? Wait, so it's max. It's the max hit die plus our modifier. Yeah. What well, should be ten then? Right? Is it eight plus two? Is this how right? When you override, it doesn't yeah. add your modifiers or right. things together. Yeah, you gotta just yeah, do it yourself. Oh, yeah, you, you have to do it yourself. Okay, there you go. Computers can't do all the math for us. Yeah, well, <laughs> not like that's why we built them. Maybe one day. Who knows? Maybe one day in the future. Okay.
So characters should be done. Like I said, if you refresh the stream, you should be able to get it updated in the D&D Beyond extension. Uh, if it's not working, then we'll figure that out next time. Uh, if you look up the campaign uh, called The Final Rule on D&D Beyond, you should be able to see all these uh, character sheets there. Uh, we, made, we made them all public uh, so that you guys can keep track of where we are between campaigns and stuff like that as well. Um, so that's all the boring, crunchy stuff out of the way. Woo-hoo. What we now have is sort of a blank slate as far as story goes, uh, and then a uh, really these mechanical shells for characters which is exactly where we want to be right now. Uh, okay, so where I am being told that it's still not working on either stream. Um, okay. So we're going to have to look at that after the fact. Uh, yeah. we, we enabled them last time. Whenever we checked the on test, uh, it was working. But we'll figure that out next time, next week, whenever we go to stream. Uh, until then, use your imagination. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> on, apparently on, Chase, on your stream, Chase, there's a character called Test. Available. So maybe oh. maybe maybe we have to uh, refresh our streams, but we're not going to do that right now. Uh, we'll figure that out. Like I said, there should be. We'll get. We'll make sure it's up to date next week. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's get to the uh, the actual role playing of things, shall we? Woohoo! All right. All right. So uh, I what guess. I'm going to need from uh, people watching, either on Chase's stream or on mine, is a suggestion. Now, a suggestion is one word. It can be any word at all. It doesn't matter. And we're going to take that word and we're going to use it to start improvising. Uh, based off of the suggestion, and part of that is working to the height of our intelligence, making sure that whatever word you throw out there uh, is something that we can work with. Uh, Chase is going to be watching his chat. I'm going to be watching mine. Uh, whenever we see uh, a word pop up uh, for a uh, for any sort of um, suggestion, we're going to immediately go with it. We're going to start improvising. We're going to play for about probably, if I had to guess, what. 30 more minutes to about an hour uh, more, and then uh, we're going to find a good place to end. We'll come back next week, and we'll be we'll be playing for about two hours next week or so. Yeah, boy. All right, so... Uh, pyramid. Pyramid? Well, pyramid is our that suggestion. Was, that was so fast. That All right, cool. Astralis I think, is the person's name. They All suggested right. Pyramid. Thank Australis, you for the suggestion. Yeah. What a great uh, suggestion. You each individually have been traveling through the desert oh, for weeks on end. Uh, you've been traveling with the, a caravan that you sort of joined in motion through one of the desert outposts on the far end of the continent. Uh, this desert is said to contain many wonderful treasures, some of which have never been seen before by the eyes, some of which are only existing in mythos and legend but you individually have your own reasons for traveling through this desert, for joining this caravan and for risking your life in order to become, find, discover something greater than yourselves. One day you sit down for a camp beneath the shadow of a great pyramid, wondering to yourself, maybe here you'll find something more than dust and broken pottery. Maybe here you will find what you've been searching for. And as you gather around the campfire and the cook begins to slowly cook a meal for you, you glance around at the other people who have joined you in your party. Not for the first time, maybe for the second, third. As the nights go on, they blend together. You have no idea how many times you have set up this exact camp with these exact people, or even if these are the people who started off with you or if they joined along the way. What you do know, though, is this time, now that there is something to look forward to, you're looking at them with new eyes. 
And what I want you to do is describe physically for each of us what you, everyone sees for your character. So Chase, whenever, our, whenever Vincent and Brendan's characters look at your character, what do they see? All right, what they see is, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the ground, you know. I got this kind of old, tattered robe. It, it almost doesn't necessarily, like, look like it fits me. It looks like I almost maybe took it from someone, who knows. Um, and I've got this nice, wizardy, pointy hat, because all wizards have pointy hats. Um, and I, I, I don't look very strong for a half-orc. I, I, look, I look actually pretty, uh, like, average. Like, it's... it's you know, it's not like how people would think orcs are, like, big and strong, like, gonna rip you apart. It's just half-orc, you know, kind of on the skinny side. Got, he's, he's kind of, uh, just chilling, kind of watching the fire. Alright, uh, as far as, uh, skin tone, what sort of skin tone oh, is your Oh, okay, yeah, uh, we'll go with kind of, kind of a, kind of a pale gray. Alright, a pale gray, any hair? Um, yes, he has, he has long flowing hair. Long, okay. long, <laughs> he has long flowing blonde hair. Mm. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> is it like a is it like a like a bleach blonde, like almost like Fabio style hair, or is Absolutely. it like? Absolutely. Okay, excellent. That's what I like to hear. All right. Uh, so uh, next, Vincent, why don't you describe your character to us? So, Earth Genasi. All right. So pretty earthy. My 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 skin, I imagine, is like kind of gray brownish because of the earth that runs within me, I imagine. Um, I'm actually bald entirely. I have, I, I use dirt to draw eyebrows on my head because it helps with expression. Um, Incredible. Hair, hair grows nowhere <laughs> in my body. Unfortunately. Like, 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 because Chase's character has all the hair, I figure it's perfect. I have no hair, except, <laughs> except for what I, except for what I, what I create. So it's a uh, kind of like makeup with the dirt and I've gotten pretty good at, good at it over a while. So I have like they, the, the eyebrows look pretty gross. That's the fact that they're flat on my face. Okay. Um, I am wearing clothing. That's important to mention. Um, it's, a, it's a, a good, a good pair of trousers, you know, maybe it's not typical for uh, druids to wear, to wear some good pants, but like, you know, I, I got some good pants. I have, I have some boots on. I made uh, some tree bark and some, some leather, I bet. And then for a shirt, it's just kind of like a bed sheet. I kind of sleep in it also. <laughs> I clean it. Okay. I clean it. I clean it. But, like, that's that's what I got going on. All right. Excellent. And finally, last but not least, Brendan, why don't you describe to us what your character looks like? Uh, my character is, like Chase's character, not very strong for a half-orc. Maybe, like, big because he's a half-orc, but probably got a little bit of a belly. Not, not. We're not talking like a beer belly here, but definitely <laughs> could, could lose a little bit of weight. He's uh probably more to himself, and he, he's wearing just uh tight, tight brown leather pants. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and like a and like just like a more loose fitting, um, just like uh, kind of like brownish beigeish uh loose uh tunic with a uh some kind of reptilian leather uh vest over um and he's got grayish with like a, like a hint of like orangey yellow skin with like a, a dirty blonde beard and there's kind of like uh 
like maybe bits of flowers and uh, not not like not we're not talking Coachella flowers, but just like mm. just bits of uh, earth of some kind in here. And then he's got okay. like uh, shoulder length, uh, shoulder length, uh, dirty blonde hair. All right, cool. I love so, how we both went with blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's I'm, the, I'm beginning to think there's a connection between you two. There probably is a connection. Me. Probably. All right. So uh, as you guys are sort of sitting around eyeing each other up, wondering what tomorrow will bring, because uh, the night is starting to fall over the desert, and you know that soon uh, the bitter chill of the desert wind will overtake the Syrian heat. Um, you see someone stride up who uh, is. Uh, dressed in loose, uh, not loose fitting, but sort of uh, worn and well used leather armor. Uh, he walks up to the fire where everyone's sitting and he sort of glances around. And um, for those of you who joined the caravan at the trading post, you'll recognize this as uh, sort of the, uh, the head guard of the caravan. Uh, his name is going to be um, Sage. Uh, Sage Broussard. His name is Sage Broussard, right? Uh, he is a human uh, standing at about, let's say, five foot ten or so. Uh, Sage is not necessarily a superimposing figure, but he's also the type of person that you don't want to uh, sort of double cross because you have a feeling he knows how to handle himself in a fight, judging by the various gashes and scars in his leather armor and the one nasty scar he has. Uh, trailing down the right side of his cheek. Um, he sort of glances at everybody, and he pulls out a, uh, a, a piece of parchment and unfurls it. Uh, and he says, um, let's see, what sort of voice would Sage have? Mm. Excuse me, everyone. I have something here that I need to make sure I'm double-checking. This is a roster that everyone uh, signed on to whenever they joined this caravan, agreeing that the... Uh, the uh, let's call it the Rosemary Corporation okay, it can, has 15% of all profit that we find here. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we're all still in agreement with that. I have your signatures here. We all should still be in agreement. But uh, if you guys want to skedaddle, now's your chance. Uh, I'm just going to read off some names here. Uh, first off, we have uh, and Chase. Now's your time to make up a name. Make uh, up a name for yourself. Um. Uh, don't think. Dorvis. Dorvis? Dorvis. Can you spell that for me, Dorvis? D-O-R-V-I-S. All right, Dorvis. so we got Dorvis. Uh, do you have a last name, Dorvis, or are you a first name kind of guy? I, I'm just a first name sort of guy. All right, so he, uh, uh, Sage sort of looks at his uh, parchment, and he, he reads in very rough writing. You can tell that he's very clearly trying to make out some sort of, like, chicken scratch scrawl that's on it. <laughs> and he, he, he picks out a couple of letters, and he says, uh... Do we have a uh, a Dorvis here? Yeah, that's me. And he looks over at you and says, are, are you okay, son? It seems like you're a little bit uh, worse for wear. Has the desert been treating you, treating you too harshly? No, I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. All right. And he, uh, he, he sort of looks at you one more time, and he, he nudges, like, nods his head over towards the food, like maybe you should have another bowl of it. Uh, and then he goes on to the next thing. All right, next up we have a... And Vincent, now's your chance to shine. Um, uh, Walter Tang. Walter Tang. <laughs> Love it. Love All right. It. So uh, he he looks and he's using like relatively like it's nicer handwriting. Uh, like not like 
perfect penmanship. You obviously didn't study calligraphy, but uh, he says, "All right, we have a uh, a Walter Tang here. Walter, are you here? Yeah, <laughs> I'm right here, man. What do you need me for?" Uh, he just like sort of gives you a side eye and he goes, "All right, glad that you're here." Uh, and then he yeah, finally, yeah, he says, I am here. I'm right here. <laughs> awesome. Thank and he looks down. He reads off a couple more names. Out of the, out of those names, uh, you're gonna hear a couple more. Like a uh, you hear a Jeremy, uh, a Jeremy uh, Southdown. You hear Bumpkin, Bumpkin Bonavis. Uh, you hear Bumpkin Bonavis. Uh, you hear a uh, a Sharon uh, shortly. Uh, and finally, he's going to get, uh, he, has, he rattles off a couple more names. You guys sort of fade in and out of paying attention to it. Uh, and then finally, you, uh, he gets to the bottom of the list. And it seems like maybe the last person who joined the caravan or the first one. Uh, we're not really sure which one right now, uh, depending on how it was ordered. Uh, we finally have, what's the name, Brendan? Um, Brooke. <sighs> Pendleton. Brooke. Pendleton. All right. He uh, he looks at uh, what actually ends up being like really flowy, nice handwriting. And he says, and uh, do we have a Brooke Pendleton here? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's me. Say, hey, Brooke, you, uh, you have some nice handwriting for, uh, you know. Oh, oh what? what? <laughs> I just, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of a big guy and you have really nice... I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's all right. I'm glad they have how you nice on board. How nice is it, man? It's how, a, was it like? Is it like how? Like how nice are we talking? So we're we're talking we're talking like uh, if you were like um, let's think of this. That was Walter like, asking, by the way. That was yeah. Me. That was okay. So uh, he he looks and he, he sort of turns it around like the parchment. You see the signature at the bottom of it and like a little blurb. It's like, yeah, I agree that the uh, the Rosemary Corporation gets 15% of everything that we find, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I get to keep any uh, sort of research notes that I find along the way. Uh, and then uh, you look at all the print and you swear that it's like uh, it's like an old like Bible, right? Uh, like the really nice, like flowing, slightly slanted, like, gothic fonts like super super <laughs> nice like all like the serifs are all like exactly curled where they should be everything is it's like you're you are honestly very impressed by this handwriting um and so uh sage sort of curls up the parchment uh reseals it puts it back into his parchment pouch uh and he says now we have no idea what we're going to get into I've whenever we break that fear of it in the morning what was that vincent i've seen better I, I don't you know. See better? I mean, okay. I'm lying, but like it's okay. I'm a <laughs> first, and, and I do enjoy a little bit of writing on my own time. That's uh, nice. Probably <laughs> looks like it. Yeah. Uh, Sage is just gonna sort of like start to trot off, and he goes, "We don't know what we're gonna find in that pyramid whenever we break open the tomb tomorrow morning. So be prepared for anything." In the meantime, get to know each other. You're going to have each other's backs during this expedition, so I expect you guys to be on the same page at all times. And remember, here on this expedition, Rosemary Corp does not accept any casualties on the job. And if we do, then you never existed in the first place. Sound good? Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. 
All right. He goes, hey, you guys have a good night. Uh, and he's going to start uh, walking off uh, to the distance. Uh, we have a couple of tents set up in the back, uh, but the fire is still relatively fresh. Uh, the night just started to set in, so it's not too, too cold to stay out right now. Uh, there's still enough time to sort of uh, meet the people who you're going to sort of be protecting and who's going to have your backs whenever you go to break into this tomb in the morrow. Is he gone? He scares the crud out of me. Uh, <sighs> oh, that scar on his face. It really makes me nervous. I, I don't like it. He's got a stick stuck up his ass. I wish I... He just needs to he... chill out for a minute. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of wish that out. too, honestly. Oh, my name's, chill out. my name's uh, Dorvis. I mean, you probably already heard that, I'm sure. Yeah. Dorvis? Yeah. Dorvis what? It's, it's just Dorvis. It's, it's just, just Dorvis. Dorvis. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm Walter Tang, man. Oh, nice to meet you, Walter. That's a one of the most gnarling names I've ever heard in a in quite some time. Dorvis, I feel like we're related somehow. You look like you might be one of my cousins or something. Yeah, Why would you say well, that? I'm confused who I'm talking to right now because y'all look both so similar. Well, no, I wouldn't I say we're similar. I mean, I've got a bunch of hair here. He's got a beard. I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, I see long blonde hair, and I'm seeing like y'all. Y'all are looking like almost the same person to me. I really, I really don't see it. My hair's like bleach blonde. His, his beard's like dirty blonde, and I don't see it. Oh my gosh, I was confused. I was, honestly, what, what, what was your name? Who am I confused? Who am I confusing? Uh, uh. What's your name again? Dorva Dorvis. Who am I confusing Dorvis? Yeah, it's Dorvis. I'm, I'm, I'm Brooke. You know, I'm like I'm the cool guy, right? Oh, with the pendant. Oh, you yeah. had the you had the fancy name? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's uh my mama's name, but I, I'm the one we do Tai Chi wait, in Brooke. the morning. <laughs> wait, bro, wait, Brooke, Brooke. <laughs> wait, Brooke was your mother's name? No way. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I I actually really like the idea of Brooke being like Brooke Pendleton the second named after the mother instead of the father in this case. I like the idea that that's sort of a convention that like half orcs sort of go with in, in certain tribes. I really like that actually. Um, <laughs> all our brothers or something like I'm 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 seeing double here like it's something something's not right. It's my do I need to get I mean I need to get my if we are I don't know chain? man I really don't see it. I think. I think uh, Dorvis is a little grayer than me, but uh, yeah, I mean our skin I, tones are different. I mean, are you are you kind of appropriating our culture here? Yeah. I mean, we're both half orcs, but like, come I on, would, man! I, I I would never do that. Oh, I would you? Never do. I. All right. Never. I'm Walter right. Tang. Walter Tang doesn't do that, man. All right. Walter. All of a sudden, Walter Tang looks like every other Earth Genasi I've seen. Hold mm. on. Part of your intelligence, guys. Part of your intelligence, please. I'm very bald right now. (laughs) Through unnatural means, mind you. All right. So at this at this point in time, a uh, a a short but like stately woman. uh, You can't really tell if it's going to be like a a halfling or like a dwarf uh, because she's decked out despite the desert heat and the cold nights. uh, Decked out in like half plate and chain armor. Uh, like starts strolling over to the fire, sort of casually swinging a uh, a small hammer uh, around her finger, uh, and she she strolls up to the fire, and she uh, looks at everybody and she says, 
Now, I know that I haven't been hearing a bunch of people over here gossiping and chit-chatting whenever we have serious work to be doing, preparing for that tomb investigation tomorrow morning. We're just well, making from us. We're making friends. Well, that's what, what, we gotta that's do? what the guy said. Oh, friends. Uh, did I just hear you say friends? Uh, I, I, yeah, I heard you just say the word that you are making friends. I mean, We're not here to make friends. We're here to turn a profit. We're here to discover ancient tombs, uncover old gods. We're here to have a goddamn adventure. And adventuring yeah, doesn't friends. have friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, some pals, some good, some good bros you make along the way, you know? Yeah. I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah, I agree, honestly. I mean, wouldn't we be stronger as a, as a, as a, a party, if you will? If we, you listen to yeah. me right now. I've been yeah. on more adventures than I can count on my hands. She holds up her gauntlet. You can see that she's missing like like <laughs> two fingers on this hand, like one finger here. Yeah, and, I says, and I will tell you, first and foremost, making parties is making yourself a plan for failure. That's what making parties is. That's what having friends does. Because they abandon you, they die, they get eaten by mountain trolls. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it oh, right no. now. Okay. All I'm saying someone... is that you do best to stay on I'll... your own, watch your back, and remember that Rosemary Corp gets 15% of whatever you find. Hey, I'll listen if you want to talk. Like, I'm right here. I got nothing else to do except for this exposition. So, I mean, like, it's... <laughs> I'm done talking to you. And she turns around and just walks back to the tents. Well, I'm like... not done listening. You know, it's, it's, it's really trying to be open and honest with people that I feel like really just... You know, you need to do it sometimes. They, they yeah. just don't see the way we see. I guess not. You're right. And, and, the, and the thing of being honest, I was being kind of a racist jerk earlier. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Walter? You know what, Walter? It's okay. It happens. It happens. You know, at least you at least you can see it and you can address it. You know, it's important. Props to you for catching yourself, Walter. I know yeah. it, get, it gets hard sometimes. Anyways, uh... It sucks that they're going to take 15%. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one bit. Like, I like having every bit of wood I earned. I'm, they, I'm all about spreading the wealth to everybody, but and sometimes there's a damn scarab in the I mean, desert to, out here flying to, around me. To be fair, they kind of coerced me into being in here. I didn't want to do this. They kind of were just like, we need people, and you're going to do it. I'm like, okay. And, well, they were really intimidating. They didn't really take no for an answer. I didn't really mean to show up. I just kind of started walking and walked onto. <laughs> I just kind of walked onto like like a wagon. It, it just left. I'm like, hell yeah, I guess I'm here. They said signing in. I'm like, yeah, I love getting that my autograph. So, uh, so here, I guess I guess they heard of me or something somewhere. Uh, I, I can relate to that. You know, going with the flow and stuff. I think I left to go take a little rock, a walk through the through the, the forest. I, I do enjoy myself a nice walk through the forest and a little romp. A little, I was romping around and hey, loud hey. in the caravan. I think that's why I was last on the list, or first, or whichever it was. But I'm here now. I'm just gonna keep on going where where everything takes me. I suppose. I was just trying to stop in a town, and they just they just stopped me and took me. Mr. Chase, what was the name of that town? The town was uh uh Tilvis. 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 <laughs> Tilvis Town. That's what it is. I knew is. a guy from Tilvis Town. His name was uh, Timmy. Timmy from Tilvis Town, we called him. <laughs> Timmy Tilvis Town, we called him. Oh, man, that, that Timmy Tilvis Town is a real tattletale. Oh, man. Timmy <laughs> Tilvis Town 
the tattletale. Romano ran out and ran into him Ugh. on the road once or twice. I need to get better with these names. I've literally put this on two things so far. It's uh, <laughs> okay. So we'll, on the spot, we'll, we'll hit our stride and it'll be great. Uh, so you guys are all uh, sitting around, sort of, you know, shooting the shit, uh, waiting for the the journey to actually like officially begin uh, in the morning. When suddenly you all think that you hear, uh, it starts off faint at first. Uh, uh, really quickly, check your character sheets. Who has the highest passive perception? It's your perception modifier plus ten. Um. That perception. Percep- I'm, uh, passive- I'm at twelve. I'm a passive perception of fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, Brooke, you, you hear this first, Brooke. Uh, you hear what sounds like somebody screaming coming from around the front of the pyramid. Uh, just a, it, it's distant at first. I mean, like at first, you may think it's like a mosquito, uh, one of them. Uh, desert mosquitoes sort of flying around your ear. You like, go to swat it away, that scarab you were talking about earlier. You know, you were trying to swat it away, but then you realize that it's still there. And uh, at first, yeah, you know, shit, I have tinnitus. You know, too many, too many loud bard concerts back in the day. Uh, all the, all the, all the festivals that you went to as a youth, uh, sort of coming back to haunt you. But then, no, you start to, you start to really hear it, and you think that someone's screaming from inside of the pyramid. Hey, uh, y- y- y'all hear that by chance? Uh, hear what? Maybe I'm going a little crazy. I think someone's screaming or something. Screaming? By the, the inside a... of the pyramid. Can I roll for perception? Absolutely, you can. Awesome. I'm going to roll for perception to try and figure I'm out not. if I can hear this. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> All right. Take a walk. Walter. Walter. <laughs> I got a net one. Walter's just kind of hanging out. You got a net one? I got a net one. <laughs> oh, boy, Dorvis. You are assured that nothing. In fact, uh, you're you have this problem. Uh, with your left ear, uh, mm. which is the ear that's facing towards the pyramid, where every now and then, like you have to like check it by like, snapping near it, and you just don't hear anything from there. You know, <laughs> every now and then it sort of kicks in and kicks out. Uh, and this might be one of those moments, uh, but you're you're positive that nothing is going is coming from that pyramid. And Walter, you don't you are not even bothering. You're having a good time talking to these people. You don't want anything to distract you from it. So yeah, Brooke, like- I, I don't hear anything. I, I don't I don't. I mean, my left ear has some problems, but I'm pretty sure it's working right now, and I just don't hear anything. I, someone ain't gonna sit right with me if I don't check up on it. I, I mean, I, I mean, the, on the, over. the corporation ain't gonna like that if we leave. Yeah, you we know? can't the leave. Rose, they said the Rosemary, for us. Mr. Rosemary's gonna hate that. Yeah, they said to rest here, and we're gonna do stuff in the morning. You know, we can't go off doing our own thing because then we oh, violate no. the contract. Oh, the contract. Which they literally right. made God. me sign. There's got to be some kind of like, yeah, some I, kind of well, law about that. Like, I don't honest, know. Honestly, I wish there was. I, I, honestly, the, I mean, the, the country of Grendel has really gone down in the representation of its individuals. Yeah, I feel like we need to start a movement, honestly. But besides hold on, that. Hold on. <laughs> I, I think Vincent just gave us the name of the country. What did you, what did you call it? Grendel. 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 The country's name is Grendel. We are existing in the in the country of Grendel. As many oh, H's as possible. So G H R E H N D H E L H. Oh my lord! All right, you got it. Uh, that is now set in stone. Uh, we are in we are in the great desert of Grendel, uh, which spans the middle part of the entire continent. Sort of uh, continent looks 
uh, or the way that the country looks rather, is that it, there's green all the way encircling this desert. But for whatever reason, the middle of this country is all just completely barren wastelands. Uh, it sort of crags on the outskirts and then sort of enters into this basin that's all sandy. Probably, uh, probably where, magical origin, maybe. Who knows? You who know, this is just really the way that it's always been. Hmm. Uh, this is just the way that Grendel is, you know? Um, no Grendel. Oh, Grendel, always staying in its own ways, never wanting to change. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's, that's so Grendel. Anyways. What were you saying? What were you saying, Brendan? I was saying it. It ain't going to sit right with me. I, I don't think I'll be able to sleep at night and wake up and do my meditation and Tai Chi tomorrow. If I, I'm not trying to wander off, mosey, and do my own thing. But I do, you know, just for peace of mind, make sure ain't ain't nothing over there. Well, I mean, Okay, we, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to leave you just going off on your own because then we'll have to kind of explain why you left. So we might as well just check it out yeah, and then come back. We can, we can formulate a story. I mean, it'll be fine. Yeah, well, let's I, go, I'm, guys. Let's go, please. Yeah. I, I, do I still do I All still right. hear it screaming? Or yeah, I know it's still going. It, like every every now and then it'll <laughs> die down a little bit, but like it is, boy, someone is really having trouble right now. I'm I'm glad y'all agreed to go because I wouldn't have been able to sl- sleep. I, nope, still not working. Still here. This person's been in yeah, trouble see, for a while. Let, let, let's see who's <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the three of you sort of glance around. Nobody's watching. Most people are asleep at this point, already bundled up to sort of escape the uh, the uh, the unfortunate freezing temperatures that the desert gets to at the night. But the three of you sort of gather everything up. You have all of your equipment and supplies. And you, you sneak away from the camp, away from the fire. Uh, does anybody put out the fire, or do you guys just walk away? No, I just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys are just like, yeah, somebody else will take care of it. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to do, burn sand? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Alright, uh, so you guys walk. Uh, the pyramid, we'll say the pyramid is about, uh, you guys camped about a quarter mile away from the pyramid, so it takes, I don't know, maybe five, seven to ten minutes to get there. Uh, and uh, sure enough, uh, whenever you start to enter into uh, closer and closer to the pyramid, where you're about, you know, uh, 500 or so feet out, both of you uh, well, not Dorvis, Walter, you, despite your best efforts not to, start to hear the screaming as well. Uh, Dorvis, you're, that ear, man, is giving you a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're, you're still not hearing anything. You're, you're not convinced that these two just aren't a little bit, uh, you know, not quite right up there. There it is. Wow. Someone's really having a hard time. I don't know. Guys, I really don't hear anything. And it's like my left ear that gives you problems. I don't know what's going on with my right ear. Alright, so you guys, uh, you guys mosey up to the, the sort of, uh, there's a sealed entrance to the tomb. Uh, it has some, uh, runes sort of carved into the outside of it, uh, but it looks like it's just like a solid stone wall that maybe four or five people could move, uh, if they tried really, really hard. Uh, but you guys take one look at Dorvis and you realize that the three of you are not going to be able to move this thing out of the way. But if you, if you listen real hard, there's definitely screaming coming from behind it. Uh, it, it sounds like maybe uh, there's a cave-in or something. Some other people were exploring it, uh, but it sounds like somebody's trapped in there. Wait, guys, hold on. I saw this in a theater production once. I walk up to I walk <laughs> I up to the door. In a theater production once. I hate it. And I and I pull out my staff, and I knock on it in a rhythm like this. You wait. And you wait, 
and then suddenly the runes along the side start to glow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and they complete some time. And the entire stone splits down the middle like a deep crack. And the stone swings inward. And clear as day now. You're sure that even the people back at the... A, a, there is a high-pitched, just screaming noise coming from inside. Somebody's in there. Uh, and you see, you think that you see further into the actual tomb itself. Maybe like a, a light that's flickering. Uh Porch, maybe a lantern. Uh, something, some, something, or someone is in there. You know, Ooh, was was the there was actually saw a musical because I mean that that was pretty rhythmic. I like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was you know I, I I travel a lot, so I mean you know one production it was like I don't know uh, the pyramids at large it was called I think it was uh, huh. <laughs> it was, it was pyramids at large. What, what it, what are, the, what are the what are the other songs you heard in that? In that, uh, in that you know, it was uh, well, this one. This one was called "Knock Knock Who's There." Tutankhamen. Common. Uh, this one. <laughs> there was another one called uh, uh, "Whoops." There's the sand there. Look at it. No, no. I heard. I heard. I heard one of those. Uh, uh, leave me and my mummy alone. Like. Oh I, yeah, I, that I, one. Yeah, that was um. That was a good that, one. That was, that was one of the singles that really topped off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really surprised that worked, guys. You know. Yeah. I, I, was that was that some kind of like arcane spell or something? I ain't never seen no one do that from like. Uh, <laughs> you know, a, I, I honestly couldn't tell you, but now I'm starting to think that there was more to that theater production than I originally thought. Some kind of Maybe. production. Anyways, uh, uh, I still don't hear shit. So. Uh, no, 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 you hear, you hear it this point. Oh, I hear it now. Oh, I hear it now. There it is. Yeah. Was, there, was there a song oh, about screaming? That's what that was. Oh, was there a song about that. screaming in that show? <laughs> you know, there wasn't any screaming in that show. I will give it that. Weird. It was very weird. This is taking a much different turn. Oh. Right. I'm, I'm just so going to nod briskly and start walking towards... <laughs> yeah, the light. Hey, right, don't yeah. leave so, me, brother. Let's go. No, right, all right, let's all go. Three of you make your way in there. Walk in there. All right. Uh, so, uh, you guys are walking, uh, just, let's just say as a general note and be completely honest with me, how, uh, aware would your characters be, say, if there were trapped? Oh, wait, not that wait, passive wait. sort of. Wait, did Glenn freeze for you guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just me. He's like, he's like, not that Give me a kiss. Yeah, you, you wait. You froze. You froze a bit. I think you're back. You're back. Uh, I froze a little you're bit. Back. Okay, you're sorry. Uh, what I was asking was, uh, oh, so no, whenever you walk fine. in, are you like uh, actively searching for traps, or are you uh, like uh, just sort of letting your passive uh, senses sort of dictate, or are you like, uh, what, what, what's your awareness level of uh, what dangers might be in a tomb that you're walking into? All right, so we're getting a big a zero from Walter. Walter is not oh, paying any attention. <laughs> uh, oh, so should should I roll for this, or should I decide that I'm decide decide based off of your stat? Oh, based off my stat. Uh, well, I have a perception of based off my stat. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with zero because that's what I said. But... Well, uh, my perception, yeah, no, absolutely. My perception is a plus one. I'm gonna well, not not just perception, but like intelligent. Like, are are you have traps? Do you care that tombs have traps? Are you smart enough to realize what sort of traps might be in here, sort of thing? I am overly aware that traps are in here, so much so that it's making it hard for me to know where traps are because I'm kind of terrified. 
You're so, you're so paranoid, you think everything's a trap, <laughs> yes. and not going to see one that's right in front of you? Yes. I like that. I think because Brooke is so perceptive, and because he's such a chill dude, he'd probably be like, I feel like by when the, when the time comes, I'll, I'll, I'll notice a trap if I'm nearby. <laughs> guys, this isn't anything right. like the pyramids at large. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys walk in, um, uh, and after about, like, say, 20 steps in, uh, who's in the front? I'm not. Uh, someone said they walked in first. I, I think Brooke I, I said they walked in, in. Oh, first. Oh, okay, so then I'm in front. Brooke, in, is Dormus or Brooke in the front? Brooke, would you, Brooke you'd probably take the lead, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I kind of like, I was like, we're musicals, that's nice. I'm going to walk in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so, uh, Brooke, you walk in, you get about, say, like, 20 steps in, and you feel one of the stones sort of sink under your weight. Uh, go ahead and give me a dexterity save. That's the thing that I'm not very good at. <laughs> oh, Brooke, watch out, there's a trap. <laughs> oh, so this goes spark for a song. Uh... Whoa, there's a sand, watch out for the sand right there. <laughs> hey, this is exactly in the tune of... <laughs> Weird. Oh, 14. Large. Oh, my lord. Minus okay, two. You got a 14? 14 minus two. So 12. 12. Okay. All right. So uh, you uh, you step, you feel it sink, uh, and you pretty much, it, it takes you like a second to sort of realize that that's what that was. It wasn't like sh sand shifting underneath your feet or anything like that. Uh, and you immediately step to the side. Uh, but and it, there's a very tense moment where you're not entirely sure uh, what is going to happen. Uh, but then it seems like everything's actually more or less okay until you hear the sound of stone sliding against stone uh -oh. and it suddenly becomes much darker in this hallway than it was before as the door shuts behind no, you no 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 oh wait guys oh, look, this look. the musical i'm sorry y'all no this what was is... not in the musical let me try to knock on the door again nothing happens oh no okay guys we're stuck Nice. Well, I always wanted a new house. It was great. Yeah. On the bright side, whenever we do die, we'll be in our tomb already. <laughs> there we go. That's positive thinking. Oh, God. Although, what if there's the a real, trap here? What if it's... On the real, uh, I don't want to die in here. I don't want to die. Like, Keep I really it light, y'all. Keep it light. <laughs> I really don't want to die. Oh, my gosh. Do I have spells or do anything? Have, to, do we have any torches? That's a good point. Uh, we're not, don't, don't, don't worry. Uh, so for spells, uh, just worry about cantrips right now. Uh, like, well, I'm not going to, I promise you, I'm not going to throw anything at you for the session 0 0.5 until we get all, all this settled. That's going to require you to do like any sort of high level spells. Uh, focus on cantrips. What's up? I have a torch. Chase. Yeah. Yes, you have a torch. I'm going to, I'm going to light a torch because I'm terrified and I need to see things right now. <laughs> okay. It's all right. I got a torch. Torch gets lit. Uh, you see that there are runes sort of traveling all along the hallways immediately next to you, uh, and that you know very very clearly the the stone that you stepped on was like a different color than the rest of the stones. And if you were like actively looking for it, you would have easily been like, oh, probably shouldn't step on that one. Uh, but the doors are already shut, uh, and it looks like you have a clear shot ahead of you about another thirty or so feet uh, until the light uh, sort of in the middle of what appears to be a room that's open in front of you that you can't quite see a lot of detail of. Because the light is very faint. All right, I'll start walking toward it. I hesitantly walk behind them. I kind of, I'll kind of like nudge Dorvis. Is like, I mean, where, where else are we gonna go, brother? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there's another door. Um, this place makes me uncomfortable. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, the screaming is getting louder and louder. 
Uh, and, oh yeah, no, everyone, everyone's very aware of the hearing. Now that the door is shut, it's like an echo chamber in here where all you hear is just screaming, like just constantly, right? Uh, so uh, as you sort of walk closer to the fire, uh, you start to realize that the screaming stops sounding like a human <clears throat> and starts sounding like, you know that thing that you used to do? Uh, you know how people whistle like this? And like what it is is like wind escaping through a very small channel traveling through like uh, a very small gap where it's pressurized as it comes out and creates like a really high-pitched like yeah. whistling noise. Yeah, you walk into this chamber and you do find a lantern that's upturned and the light is still burning in it. However, the screaming noise, even if you look up, you can see a little bit to the outside, and it sounds like it's just wind through a bunch of rocks that just got amplified by the inside of this tomb uh, that just that was so loud it came out the other side. And it, it sounds like screaming from far away, but really all it was was just some wind. Oh, oh, thank. But there is a lantern in here, and generally from what you understand, the ancients that lived in this general area weren't the kind of people who have lanterns burning for thousands of years after they're gone. All right, well, no one's gonna need this. And I go grab it. Wait, I guess... <laughs> wait, is that is that from anyone in our uh, in our group? Maybe. Did someone walk in here before us? Probably. How'd they, how'd they know the knock code? I mean, was uh, uh, Walter, uh, you me. have an antique you have an antique brass lantern now. Oh yeah. <laughs> you eating a Kit Kat? <laughs> Alright, uh, so you guys are all in this chamber. Uh, are you, do you want to take a look around? Uh, it, there are a couple of ways out uh, from various ways. Like, uh, if, say, like there's a map that's oriented like this way north, and you've been traveling south to the north, uh, this chamber is probably about like 30 feet by 30 feet. Like, it's pretty massive. And uh, on each of the cardinal directions is a, an exit. You just came from the south one. There's one to the east, one to the west, one to the north as well. The north one, it seems like, uh, is actually sloping upward. It makes a sharp turn around. That's sort of what you can see looking down there. Uh, the left and right ones seem like they're pretty level as far as they go out. Hmm. Well, I mean, nowhere to go but forward into one of these places. Okay. I'm going to hold the lamp forward and just keep going. <laughs> uh, wait, is, is, the is the lamp brighter than my torch? Uh, they're about the same luminosity, I would say. Okay, should I just keep my torch out, or...? If you want to. I'll, I'll put the torch away. Well, no, I'll keep it out. I, my character would keep it out. Do, do Earth okay. Genasi have dark vision, Vincent? Does your guy have dark vision? Let me check that. That's a good question. Because <laughs> I know me me and Dorvis do. Oh, we have dark vision? Yeah. Oh, so well... <laughs> You can see, like the, I mean, the lamp, the lantern still helps, but I'm, like from what I know, is it like it makes darkness turn into dim light, and then like yeah. dim light turn into like bright light. So yeah, we, I don't think I, I have. Which the, the, the lanterns, vision. the lanterns giving off uh, bright light, in about a, it's turned out about ten feet uh, of bright light, uh, dim light to about fifty feet, and then everything else is gonna be dark. I don't think I have dark vision, so. No. Um, so you definitely need a lantern. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dorvis, Dorvis and Brooke, you guys are going to be fine. I still um, have it out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys are in the middle of this. Uh, so in the middle where the lantern was resting, it looks like there's some sort of altar. Uh, it's relatively plain, uh, not much sort of uh, designed on the altar. Like, it just seems like this hewn out of the sandstone that was here 
maybe from a quarry a little bit farther away, but certainly nothing that you would guess is inherently ceremonial or magical or anything like that. Uh, it just seems to be like uh, uh, it's just sort of there. Uh, and on the four corners, one of them is broken, and that's sort of where the the collapse is, where you can see outside. Uh, there's four big pillars. Think like uh, Corinthian pillars, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or I guess they'd be more uh, like Doric, like the really plain ones uh, that sort of bulge in the middle and are. Uh, oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like not not the ones that are hewn that have like the little divots and stuff like that in it. Just like standard pillars going all the way up. The roof is about 50 feet up from you. Uh, and like I so said, one of them is sort of collapsed. Uh, the structure's holding for the most part, uh, but uh, like I said, there's a little bit of, you can see a little bit outside uh, just up, and that's going to be the northeast sort of section of it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and then there are, there are three exits out of here, it looks like. Well, if we're trying to leave, we should probably go down Pretty, the one... Guys. Wait, what? <laughs> I said it's really pretty in here. Oh yeah. Um, well, should we? What, what paths should we go down, guys? I mean, uh, two of the paths just go kind of flat. The other one goes upwards. Um, upwards. We're going... Well, like hmm. people always say, "What's up?" Right? They say, they say what's up. They say what's up. All right, we're going. We're going up. I hate that. I love it. All right. So uh, you guys, you guys grab the lantern. You swing it around. You know, what's up is right. Uh, I have a feeling that that's that's going to be the, the tone of this entire thing. And you start heading up the slope. Uh, and you see that the sharp corner that turns is actually just leading to another slope. So it's like a, a staircase without any stairs, just a bunch of ramps up. Um, and it goes up. Uh, there's a couple more turns as it continues to go up. But then it eventually opens up into uh, another chamber. Uh, you're guessing probably the, the, uh, the floor of this is the roof of where you just were. And inside of this chamber, uh, you see uh, another four pillars, sort of, uh, this time they're only about 20 feet up or so, as it nears sort of the top of the pyramid. Um, and uh, you, you walk in, uh, the pillars are there, uh, it's dark everywhere, That's the, the lantern's not shining or the torch isn't shining, uh, and yeah, there doesn't seem to be much else in this room. Some broken pottery, uh, and then uh, a couple of... Uh, like slabs it looks like maybe like coffins of some sort nothing super ornate about them uh but they're 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 slabs that have a bunch of like heavy lids on them Mm -hmm. i will say there's three of them in the room uh in the middle sort of like a like a triforce almost all right i think i remember this from the pyramids at large So there's... Years ago, really, it was a hair miss thing. Like, I think yeah. it was helpful or it wasn't a certain degrees, maybe. But this was definitely a, There were these three things that could be opened, and oh, wait. I remember. I remember, I remember the lead. He was sense. like, "I'm taking it all with me," and he opened all of them. And well, he honestly just got to take it home. That was the end of the musical. So I mean, <laughs> not a lot. Well, let's see if. So, I mean, I think if we open them all, I mean, I don't think anything's going to stop us. Take it home. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, let's, let's, well, how, what, do you, what do you think, Brooke? You like that idea? I, I don't not like that idea. <laughs> I don't see any harm in it. I mean, think about it. I mean, if we take it now, we, we don't have to deal with the 15%. We just that's go. true. 
And if it was never here to begin with, that means they yeah they can't they can't take it. That means you already have it. That's 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 so easy. Let's do it. All right. All right. Y'all. So, so. Y'all sold me on it. So <laughs> I'm with y'all. All right. Uh. Okay. Does anybody have any tools that you can use to pry a lid off of something? Don't worry like about it. I'm gonna knock on like one. A... <laughs> <laughs> I go over to one and knock on it. You wait for a second. You wait for a couple of seconds. At first, nothing happens, and then suddenly, hidden glyphs start to appear around the edge, and the oh, top wow. flings itself off. Uh, in the in an opposite direction of you, so it doesn't hit you. Don't worry about it. Uh, but it flings itself off to the side, uh, and inside reveals what appears to be just like an empty sarcophagus. Love it. Okay, well now it's different. See that musical is hit or miss. I mean, I mean it was right about that much. I mean, it, it's it's free for the taking. You know all this air. Yeah. That, that's one hell of a way to look at it, brother. I never <laughs> thought about getting free air before. <laughs> well, uh, I get a good sniff. We're we're providing oh, wow. more air to to the to, to the desert because we've opened it from from its sarc its sarcophagus, as they would say. If there's one thing better than air, it's air vintage. It's <laughs> aged. Vintage, aged well. vintage air. You're right. Well, dealing with vintage. People pay a lot for vintage air nowadays. Yeah, we might want to bottle this up. Does anyone have a bottle? That's a good idea. I want to see. It. I got a bottle. I was like, all right, let's let's like I just. Scoop so you, you, you just opened one of the sarcophagi right now, right? Yes. Uh, I'll walk over to the, the second one and I'll try and replicate that. The same thing. A couple seconds takes by. It's almost like uh, whenever you uh, like ping a server in order to get your ping back, like how it takes a couple seconds for it to like locate the server and then the server has to go back. It's like you send out the like the signal, and, like the server's calculating it, and then it sends it back. The rune slides up. The top things off. We have another empty sarcophagus in there. This one, however, is slightly different than the other one did. And if you breathe in the vintage air, maybe if the other one was, say, more of a a red wine, this one's going to be a, a bit more of a rosé, oh right? My God. <laughs> oh, bottle, bottle, bottle this one up. This is a whole other thing. You know, I only have one. I only have the screw one this, bottle. Screw I this health potion, honestly. I need to get this vintage air. Rosé. I, I pour, only have the one bottle. I, I, got, I, I pour out that. a health potion and I put that vintage air in it. Hell yeah. All right. We're good. Hell yeah. All right. There's one more left. There's one more left. I, I got it, guys. I want to see if, 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 I, if I change the rhythm will do anything. So I walked up to it. You did it twice. You only need to do it once. Oh. Well, so do, what if I do this it? one's lid flings off with twice the force, <laughs> oh, slamming against the far wall of the pyramid and actually causing uh, a little bit of dust to start to fall from the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> things are things are rumbling around a little bit there. Uh, uh, you uh, you overcharged it a little bit, Walter. You got to be Ooh. careful, Walter. Um, we don't know what we're dealing in, with here. Inside of this sarcophagus, uh, you actually find uh, a weathered old body uh, that appears to be dressed in uh, like leatherish armor uh, and uh, has a distinctive scar on the left side of its face. Now you see, that's kind of familiar. Oh. I don't know what y'all think, but 
This looks like that that guy who uh. Guys, I, I think we're, I think we're caught. You found uh, us. <laughs> uh, uh, he... this... Oh wait, no, he's dead. <laughs> oh, oh no, he smells very. At least, oh, that's not like a rosé. That's uh... that's like a right now air. <laughs> Not even a blend. No, that was like outside. Oh, oh. Is that the same scar that uh, Sage Broussard had? Mm -hmm. I would imagine. What was that? Was yeah, it, is, it's the same scar he... that Sage Broussard had. See? Yeah, y'all, I don't like this one bit. I mean, this guy what? terrified the hell out of me. I'm kind of glad he's dead. Better him and not me, am I right, guys? I mean, he was the one that made me sign the contract, so I mean, I guess... Uh... <laughs> I guess I'm free? I mean, uh, I still got your name. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, and you see that uh, his his face is sort of frozen in a, uh, a sort of, like, it looks like he was choking. Uh, but in you see that hit one of his hands is, like, against the, the uh, where the sarcophagus lid was, and the other one is sort of crumpled up around something. I, uh... I, I knock on his hand with the staff. The hand falls off. No. <laughs> I, what, do I see what was in his hand and go to pick it up? Uh, it is a crumpled up piece of parchment. Oh. Okay. Hey, guys, I found something. Open I don't know if you should touch it, but... What? Uh, uh, Jorvis has already opened it up. I've already says, opened so. it up. <laughs> uh, and on one side of it, you see a bunch of signatures and uh, something oh. on top that says Rosemary Corp is going to get 15% of whatever you find. Well, this uh, is going away. Wait, finish reading it. I want to hear what else is on it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, well, you see, as he sort of holds it up to tear it, there's something scrawled on the back. And it says something oh, to the man. effect of, they're behind you. What? What? What are you guys, are you guys looking at? Uh, oh, and as you, as you all sort of back. turn around and behind you, you all get bodily shoved into one of each of the sarcophagi, and the lids find themselves on top, back magically on top of them, before you have a second to even... Flinch. Wait, who's in Broussard's sarcophagus with him? Uh, I'm going to say that that was Walter, because Walter was the one that flung the lid off of it. Nah. Oh, no. So you're, oh. You're sure, you have a buddy in there, Walter. <laughs> it's kind of cozy, don't you think? Say, Oh, you're dead. Okay, I can't really... Guys! Guys, can um, you hear me? Is my left ear acting up again? So, I got uh, some... Uh, silence falls over the tomb until morning. And that's where we're going to leave it for right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll pick back up with this next week. Uh, like we said, for the uh, for anybody who late onto this sort of stream, everything that you just heard was entirely improvised with improvised characters, no backstories, no prep. Next week, we are only going to use the information that we had from this campaign as prep and backstory for the next session. We'll take another suggestion. We'll figure out where we're going from there. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I guess uh, since I'm the only one right now on my stream that has my Twitter up, uh, follow me at May underscore tag official on Twitter to know when we're going to be live next week. Uh, the stream is going to be variable depending on where all our schedules work out. Uh, however, uh, the podcasts are going to start going up next Sunday, uh, and the podcast will be consistently uploaded on Sunday. We'll say, let's say like 5 o'clock uh, CST. No, sorry. 8 o'clock at night CST. 8 o'clock p.m. CST. Sound good? Yeah. Also, um, we're going to have more people for the next session. Um, Justin will be joining us. 
and uh, hopefully we'll have a have a guest on. To uh, uh, oh. we're gonna see, yeah, yes. we're gonna see how the how stuff like that shakes out. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you guys have any sort of suggestions for us, let us know. Uh, this is new. Uh, Neil said we had some technical hiccups in the beginning. We probably had some technical hiccups throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, any sort of suggestions you have, or we'll welcome them. Uh, we want to improve as we go uh, these sort of streams. So thank you to everybody who watched. Thank you for everybody who will watch or listen. Uh, you guys are fantastic. We're going to keep on going with this. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you do, like I said, follow us uh, on various social medias and keep up with us on Twitch for up with us on Twitch. Us on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, uh, Glenn, Glenn died. But it's fine. We're here. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, he's very frozen right he's, now. Oh, there he uh, is. Very frozen. Oh, oh, wait, am I back now? Yeah, he's back. Yes. Yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. Uh, I was literally like, hey, everyone, say goodbye. Oh, okay. And no one did anything. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. So now, now, everyone, say goodbye to everyone who watched. Say thank you. All that good stuff. We'll see you next week, right? Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.